This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Dave Anthony. Today, a Fox News correspondent who has spent a lot of time at the border and south of it, Griff Jenkins, who we caught up with after his trip to California, seeing one of the latest areas east of San Diego that has seen a surge of migrants crossing into the U.S. illegally. Many of them are from China which is a growing trend in the ongoing border crisis as Republicans demand President Biden do more to stop that illegal immigration. And he demands Congress pass new laws. Well, my conversation with Griff on all that and his experiences covering the border for years was too long for the regular rundown segment we posted on Wednesday. So we had to do some trimming. The good news is we put it all back in and you get to hear the entire discussion, which, of course, is the point of all these weekend extras. We hope you like it and invite you to join us every day. There is always something new on the Rundown. And now Griff Jenkins on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Joining us again on the Fox News Rundown is Griff Jenkins. He is a Washington-based Fox News national correspondent, and he has been on the border. He's been south of the border. He's been Texas, California, Mexico, you name it, as he's been dealing with this migrant crisis for years now. Griff, first of all, thanks very much for being here. Dave, thank you. And, you know, I think the border beat was never one that was supposed to be a permanent one. But as you and I will talk, and and we've seen it now shift from Texas out west, it really is is a beat that, that... to watch it now become the top political issue heading into a, a, a presidential election has been something. It was – you were doing the caravans. I mean when President Trump was in office, the border was a huge issue and his policies at the border. But what's happening now is very different than it was then. What are you seeing evolve this year? Well, and that's a great point, Dave, because, you know, during the Trump years, I was literally up here in New York, as I am now with you, and I was anchoring Fox and Friends when they said, the mother of all caravans is coming. Mm -hmm. And other media was actually making fun of the fact that we were talking about it on Fox and Friends. And I, I, on a Saturday afternoon, I talked to the executive producer, we were having lunch, and I said, you know what? Let's call their bluff. He's like, can do what? He's like, I'm just going to get on a plane. I'm going to fly to Honduras, San Pedro Sula, Honduras, outside this church parking lot. And if there's no massive caravan, then I'll turn around and fly back. I'll do like one day of hits and come back. If it is one, then we'll be right and they're all wrong. Next thing you know, literally 30 days later and seven miles later, I'm on the other side of Eagle Pass, Texas, in Piedras Negras at the time. That was where the first first one, uh, first major one went. The very first one went to Tijuana, and we covered the, the remnants of that once it had sort of gotten going. But you look now to your question, the evolution is this administration, whether they intended to do it or not, I don't subscribe motivations. I just report, you decide. They have chosen to favor a mass catch and release program. They have not enforced deportations. They have not turned people around. And so the word, you know, everyone's like, how does this happen? How does this happen? Here's how it happens. When a migrant comes and gets across illegally and then is released with a notice to appear at a court hearing 10 years from now or three years, whatever, they write back 
to family and friends on Facebook or text message or social media and say, I made it, Dave. Mm-hmm. I got in. You're in. And and if 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 the if the end justifies the means and risk the journey and go in the case of the Darien Gap, the most dangerous jungle between Panama and Colombia, of which I've spent lots of time there as well, it pays off. And now you have, as I was just reporting in Hakumba, California, what border officials are quietly telling me off camera, they're terrified. And, and I don't like but hyperbole what, 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 what for a, a national terif- security risk. And here's why. Okay, what's different? What's different is in the fiscal year 2021, just two years or three years fiscals back, 2021, there were 450 total Chinese nationals, 450, yeah. that crossed the southern border, the entire southern border, for that year. You didn't see any in the caravans you were dealing with. No. No. But, and you're right, I was in the caravans of 2021. This fiscal year, it's more than 20,000, and we're only four and a half months in. Right. In the three days, the past three days, so I flew into New York yesterday, but I got the numbers from my Border Patrol sources, of the past 72 hours, there were 452 total Chinese migrants in just the San Diego sector. So in San Diego in three days, that's more than in 2021 fiscal year for the entire southern border. Exactly. And not every Chinese migrant coming here is here to blow the country up or do something nefarious. It only takes a couple. But... From Here, anywhere, here's the you other don't thing. know. Here's the other thing. We know, it really out in the open, that China is the biggest theft of IP, of intellectual property. And you may have seen on Fox, I interviewed the one migrant who said, um, uh, why did you come to the U.S.? He said, take up money. I was like, jobs. like, yeah, job. Later, when the camera wasn't rolling, I said, by the way, I was circling around. I said, what kind of job do you want? Yeah. He said, computer job, com- computer job. Uh-huh. And it's it's like all of a sudden it dawned on me. It's like maybe there are many of these single adult men that are coming that have ties to the Chinese Communist Party. And that's bad. But even on the less bad but also bad category are those that have the computer skills to take our IP. And that's a daunting thought because most of – the migrants you get from, say, Central America, Guatemala, Honduras, and Mexico, for example, we send them back. We have repatriation agreements. If you come and get caught crossing illegally, you're probably not going to be released, actually. They do they'll send, send you right back. But China, back. China's not the way. Say, China's no. not that way. We don't have those uh, repatriation agreements. And we also don't have, Dave, the national security sharing agreements with China. I'll give you another example of the security, and then and then I'll, I'll let it go. But you, you may have seen I interviewed three men from Syria. And the one guy says— Why'd you come? He's like, I love America. I want the nice life. It's like, okay, so wanting a nice life, I mean, I'm a compassionate guy just like you, but wanting a nice life isn't grounds for asylum. And Syria is a state sponsor of terror. Now, those migrants 
from from Syria or Afghanistan. I ran into some Afghanistan ones. Those are special interest aliens. They'll get a different level of scrutiny. They'll be separated at the main detention center and held, and someone from FBI or from an intelligence group will actually dig a little A different deeper. kind of vetting for them. Different kind of vetting. More more, more uh, scrutiny uh, in the vetting. But, but even at the end of the day, the board officials will confess uh, and, and tell me that you know, we don't really know unless they hit an Interpol or they hit something that that triggers it, and then they are on the terror watch list. And there have been hundreds that have been hit on that yeah. list, right? That, that have come to the U.S. in this last several years, hundreds from who were who were on the watch list. Is that A- correct? Absolutely. And you know, I had uh, in the the first month of the fiscal year, October first is when it started. I had. Uh, an Iranian that came through the San Diego sector that hit the terror watch list, and DHS was all up in arms. And I had to literally show them my screen grab of what was a classified uh, uh, Joint Terrorism Task Force document that was presented to the DHS communications people's bosses and said, this guy hit. And they were like, okay, well, you can't put that out. I'm like, I didn't put it out. I just said we had an Iranian mm-hmm. man right. crossed, and he could pose a national security risk. And the other thing that that we're, we're dealing with now, with such large numbers, that was a guy that gave himself up. What about the ones we don't know? The, the, the difference in what was, you know, my reporting in Hakumba, California last week, is it's vast open area. 60 Minutes showed the break where mm-hmm. the wall meets rugged terrain. I was reporting from 4,200 elevation. Uh, Bill Malusian put video of the migrants coming down the mountain. Those are the ones that are trying to surrender. We call them give-ups. So there's gotaways and give-ups. Mm-hmm. It's the gotaways that we worry about. Now, that area in California, some of those migrants, when they crossed had said that they knew exactly where to go because they had videos, self-tutorials, really, like on TikTok or other social media. I mean, it's it's really quite impressive, the operation to get these migrants here. And the NGOs play a big role. So the, the non-government uh, groups, in the case of certainly... In Texas, where they were more organized because Texas for so long was ground zero. Mm-hmm. But even in Hakumba, there's a an older gentleman named Sam taking upon himself for the past years, been trying to bring out sandwiches. I'm not lying when I tell you this, Dave. I literally had, at one point, it was cold and windy in a group of several, I don't know, 200, 250 maybe. We're standing around. One of the migrants from Columbia spoke great English and and, and Chinese guy that spoke English, and they kept coming over, and they're like, "Where's lunch? When's lunch?" What? I was like, "Lunch!" And and <laughs> what what it was was uh, this this NGO guy Sam that just sort of created his own thing that had volunteers and and donations, and they okay. would, they every so he day, knew that that was going to happen, or he thought he that knew. should happen. Yeah, the migrants knew, and I asked Sam, the NGO guy, I was like. You know, they asked me like an hour ago before you were here when you showed up with water, bottled water, and just cheap sandwiches that they hand make. But I said, a guy asked me for lunch. He said, well, you know, this is uh, 
the the camp here that you know they they know this camp is here so border patrol comes here to pick them up and they know that i come every day and so they they must have wondered when when i was going to show yeah, up that is amazing i was like are you getting any government funding like do you get any assistance he's like now i'm according to him it's all donations but the 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 point is that somewhere in the pipeline the migrants knew once they illegally cross, get to this one location. This is where I'm going to go, and if I get there, I'll be okay. And you know, I'll I'll get immediately some food. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's quite quite stunning, particularly uh, the numbers coming. You speak of the numbers, three hundred thousand in December. That was a record. Much much fewer though in January, hundred and seventy six thousand. It's a big drop. Why does anyone know why that number went down so much? Absolutely, I can tell you why. the 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 numbers dropped significantly. And by the way, one hundred and seventy six thousand in January was the highest January ever on record. So just as long as we're talking right. numbers, so I, it's it, it, still like always. Like always, you can make numbers whatever you want them. Exactly. Now the the significant drop from from December. What happened was a Mexico began to really help. The irony, by the way, Dave, is Mexico essentially just enforced laws on their books, Mm -hmm. stopping them, while we continue to not ultimately... There's a law on our books that make it a felony to cross, particularly if you've crossed, been deported, and come back a second time. It's a, a very serious felony. We're not enforcing that. So Mexico was cooperating. And in places like Eagle Pass, Texas... Look at the, the the raw numbers. I mean, no doubt what Texas has done, Governor Abbott and Texas DPS, it may be an eyesore to have shipping containers lining the Rio Grande lot of razor covered wire. in yeah. razor wire, but they're not coming through that. No. And so the, it was, it was, I think, uh, fair to say a combination of uh, Governor Abbott's, Texas's efforts, uh, and then in a, in a larger part, Mexico's cooperation question now is, what happens when Mexico stops cooperating? What happens when Mexico stops putting Mexican military down in the rail yards and keeping migrants off trains? And in the area uh, of the the break, it's called the San Judas break, where that fence is, uh, ends around the rock with 60 minutes of shot video. And then yeah. we went out and covered as well. There's a Mexican military little outpost there. So the migrants aren't coming through there. But what happens when they they stop? It's going to go back up. And already the trend – so after I'd covered the migrants coming through the Darien Gap, that dangerous jungle between Panama and and Colombia, I made friends with the the Senta Force, which is the Panamanian border military Mm -hmm. uh, uh, agency. And I kept contacts, and they're very good about sharing numbers. And they were telling me in January their numbers were significantly up to unprecedented levels. And so that means the pipeline is full. Yeah. They're 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 going to be coming. They're coming. And how long does it take to get from there to Arizona or California? They say anywhere from, you know, 15 to 30, 40 days. It just depends on how they move. It depends on how difficult Mexico makes it for those that aren't flying. But here's the other thing. 
And, you know, I, honestly, we're doing radio, so I shouldn't do this at all. But <laughs> I'm going to pull up a picture just to show you. You know, Hold the, it up to the microphone. I, I should, exactly. You could just look <laughs> in and, and see it there. But, you know, I saw in numerous uh, instances migrants that were crossing illegally with suitcases. And I thought to myself, a suitcase? Like you're literally just coming across – and that means what? Well, it means that they flew into Tijuana. I asked one guy from Ecuador um, how he had come. He said, well, you know, I I just had flown from Ecuador essentially to uh, Mexico City, Mexico City to Tijuana, and then the cartel basically drove him out. I said, how much does that cost? He said, the last leg for the cartel, uh, $1,000. I was like, where else did you pay? He said, oh, I paid in Mexico City. Then I paid in, in Tijuana. Man. But look, here's... Cartels are making are a lot of money. Chinese migrants just showing up with roller bag suitcases. Yeah. You're not using a roller suitcase probably on a caravan, right? No. And, 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 you know, I was reporting this morning on Fox and Friends also about the northern border. You have the northern border now is seeing an influx of migrants because they're flying from... When they get to Mexico, some of them fly actually to Toronto uh, or, or wherever and, and come down uh, through through the northern border, which is quite open. Now, those are not giving themselves up. They are largely trying to s- sneak in okay. undetected. But it's really cold this time of year to sneak into Minnesota or it's anywhere really, else. It's really cold. But in the Swanton sector, which That's is Vermont, in, in yeah. Vermont, you've got a 240% increase, right? So already this fiscal year, they've had more than 3,100 migrants from 55 countries. Now, those are ones you caught. None of those are giving up. So they caught more than 3,100 from 55 countries, which is more than that sector had in fiscal years 2022, 2021, 20, and 19 combined. That's really something else. And here we are, of course. We're getting, what is it now, eight eight months almost, a little over eight months from the election. Yeah. President Biden is going to not want to have the situation of December in October in an election year. Does do you expect do border people, border patrol people expect any different policy or any different crackdown from the Biden administration than they've been seeing in the past? It's a great question. And I think it's the operative question, Dave, because we're already hearing rumblings that President Biden administration may do some executive orders. And because, of course, Republicans wouldn't pass the bill. And that that was obviously a, a bit of a train wreck. Uh, and, and it doesn't reflect positively on Republicans that they didn't get something done. But the the administration knows they got to do something. And so it's a I, I, I'm quite fascinated to see what they'll do. And, you know, I was showing you uh, the 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 cards, the visa cards, Chinese migrants got these temporary Mexican visas. So when you get to Mexico, you have to get a temporary visa. Otherwise, you can't stay because they ultimately want you to work because they know, hey, you're going to America. But while your asylum claim plays out, we President Trump did remain in Mexico. We might as well put you to work while we have you, and then we'll see how long you go. But mm-hmm. essentially, it protects Mexico because it officially makes them a legal pass-through country. Okay. And that's what Mexico wants. And the migrants don't want to come to Mexico. They don't want to live in Juarez. They want to live in Houston. And 
what we've seen with things like Remain in Mexico and Title 42, uh, the, the, the you know, migrants don't want to be stuck in, in Mexican border towns. And so that was one of the most effective things. Now, what it looks like, because you know it'll have a different name. They don't want any oh, attachment no. politically to <laughs> no, the Trump. Absolutely not. But ultimately, it, it's got to be some executive order that forces them to stay anywhere other than the U.S. while claims asylum claims play out. And he can't, the president can't, executive, there's no executive power that could change things like the asylum laws to sh- to make it more difficult. That's got to be done by Congress, which is why the border bill was so important the 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 stiffening of the asylum threshold ultimately it's going to be fascinating to see whether or not the administration can do some executive orders that can bring the numbers down and maintain them at a certain level like you mentioned my sense is that the closer we get to the election and you know we're a connected world everybody's got tiktok everybody's got yeah. a phone the, the those that might be coming, and if you're already here illegally and you've got family back at home, they're going to know the clock's ticking. We better go now because we don't know what's going to happen. That usually leads to more surges. All the right. White House, by the way, wants to say, well, it ebbs and flows, and this has been a crisis for 20 years. Now, this was an ebb and flow migration thing that turned into a crisis the likes of which we've never seen in the last two and a half years under this administration. Well, you can watch Griff along with Bill Malugin in the Fox Nation special you can get now called 24-7 Border Crisis. And I'm sure you'll be seeing more of Griff on the border, whether it's Texas or Arizona <laughs> or California or maybe Panama. I don't know where you'll be, but I'm sure you'll be somewhere. Griff Jenkins, Washington-based you know, Fox News correspondent. Thanks. Thanks. Let me do that again because I screwed it up big yeah, time. That's right. Griff Jenkins, Fox News correspondent, thanks so much for joining us. It was great to be with you. Yeah. I just couldn't get the words out. That's all right. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today.